so you're curious about homeschooling or you decided to give it a try. You've already been researching curriculum, binge watching videos and reading all the blogs, but you're still confused on where to start with your kids. This episode is for you mamas because in here you will learn that before you start planning your lessons, buying curriculum, making a schedule, doing all the things, stop. Do this first. This is going to help make it easier for you to pick curriculum, plan activities, communicate with your kids, and relieve some stress from you and your kids during this homeschool journey. So sit back and relax, and let's jump in. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Welcome mamas to today's episode. I am so excited because if you have either thought about homeschooling or actually started doing some research into it or you just decided this is the episode for you because I'm going to tell you right off the bat stop what you're doing before you start your very first homeschool lesson before you start organizing things even before you start ordering curriculum and all of that just stop and do this first because I wish I would have done it first. I wish I knew this before I started my homeschool journey because I didn't know anything. I ended up just researching a whole bunch of stuff. I had no homeschooling friends or family that I could plug into. So I went online. I listened to podcasts. I watched videos, a ton of videos. I read blogs. I read reviews, all different websites. I just filled my time for about, I want to say two to three months of just constant research because I was in a time crunch. My son was entering kindergarten, and at that point where we were living, the schools were overcrowded, and we decided it was best for our kid to possibly be homeschooled, but I didn't know what to do. So I just did what was best, I thought was best, which was kind of finding what other people was doing and what was working best for them, and just trying it out. I was not really told this. I feel like it was kind of integrated into all the tons of information that I was flooding my brain with. But if somebody would have just said, stop, do this, oh man, it would have saved me a ton of frustration. Not just me, but probably my kid. And it also would have saved a whole lot of tears, a lot less yelling, and a lot less thinking, man, I'm a failure. I might as well just send him back to public school. Like, I give up. There was tons of moments of that, especially in my first year of homeschooling. So today we're going to talk about just the two things you need to do before you start doing everything else. Let's jump into it. Number one, learn about your kids. And you might be thinking, I already know my kids. I either gave birth to them or adopted them or raised them, whatever it is. And you're like, I know everything about them in and out. But really think, 
do you know what type of learner they are? Do you even know what type of learner you are? Because if you don't know what type of learner you are, I'm going to be real. In the process of homeschooling, I had to learn or relearn a whole bunch of things too in order to teach it to my kids. So knowing what type of learner you are will help the journey a whole lot more. Now, there are seven types of learners. You can definitely Google this. I'm just going to go through it real quickly and name the seven. There's auditory, visual, verbal, logical, physical, social, and solitary. For me, I'm a very visual slash auditory learner. If I see it and then I hear it, I can get it taken in real quickly. What type of learner are you? And then go and look at your kids. Take time to observe them and see what type of learner are they. For my oldest, I know he is a very visual learner. He can see it and he will soak it in so quickly. It amazed me. When he was five, I want to say when he was four, he was great at Minecraft. To the point, I had no clue how to play it, but he had incredible worlds that he built And all of it was just from seeing things. He would either see it on a movie, he would see it in a book, he would see it somewhere else, and he could just look at it, close the book, build it. That blew my mind. Once I started pinpointing things that showed what type of learner he was, they gave me more of an idea of what type of curriculum and activities he would most enjoy and learn from. The other part of learning about your kids is just taking time to observe them. That will help you discover what type of learner they are, but it will also help you discover their attention span, what excites them, and especially what discourages them. So that's all part of the process of learning about your kids. What type of learner they are, observe them, what, how much attention span they have, what excites them, and what discourages them. Let me tell you a story about my oldest. Now, when we first started, I picked this amazing math curriculum because it had the best reviews. It had a lot of feedback about how it worked with their kids and so forth. And a lot of people were talking about it. So I bought it. It was beautiful. It was a nice book with tons of like pictures and things like that. But it was all black and white. (laughs) And it had an auditory like CD that came with songs and music that went along with the lessons. Now, remember, my oldest, he's a very visual learner. So I thought this would be perfect for him. But I didn't know at that point he was a visual learner. I just knew he liked to play Minecraft and build things. And he could just see it and do it. That's all I knew. But I really didn't connect the dots. During... I want to say at least half of our first year of kindergarten with this math book was torture. (laughs) It was totally torture because it was all black and white. So there was no color. There was nothing like visually appealing about it. He had to color things in. That's why it was black and white. And mind you, he didn't like coloring. And you would think a kindergartner. But see, things we thought we knew because... In my head, I'm like, that's the number one activity in kindergarten. Coloring, right? Nope, not for my child. He did not like that. That discouraged him. That just made him not have fun. And he avoided it at every cost. He still does. He still doesn't like coloring. (laughs) But 
at that point, I didn't know what was going on. I was just getting mad and angry and math time was no fun. I was even trying to bribe him. Like if we could just do one page or five minutes, this would be amazing. Nope. He just, it struggled for him. He was just, no, I don't want to do this, mom. It was a lot of tears <laughs> and a lot of frustration. But what was really going on was he just did not enjoy it. And just think about yourself. If you don't enjoy something, you're really not going to learn from it. Same thing with the kids. If they're really not enjoying, they're not going to take the time to learn from it. If there's tears involved, there is absolutely no learning from it either. That All they will be remembering is the tears. If you have multiple kids like me, then take time to observe each of them, whatever time you need. So if it's a week or two weeks or hello, it's summer right now, take some time in the summer to really be intentional and sit down with your kids and see what they enjoy. Do they enjoy listening to music? Do they enjoy coloring or writing things? Do they enjoy watching things? And do they soak it in? How do you know? Ask them questions afterwards if they remember what happened or what was said or what their favorite part was or what they did not like. Because when you're learning, you remember it. If they remember it, then something is clicking. And that's just a nice, simple way to start learning about your kids. And once you do that, then when you start looking or looking into the curriculum and activities, you will kind of know what's gonna work for your child. The second thing to do is add in fun. Yep, that's it. I, I think I took away the fun when I started having this ideal homeschool, when I started, you know, mimicking public school when I started comparing my school to other people's homeschool like I took away the fun so we need to keep it in there and how do you keep fun in your school it goes back to knowing what kind of learner they are what they enjoy and then going okay how can I make an activity around something they love my oldest now he loves cooking and baking and that is part of our homeschool it has tons of things in it, measuring, following directions. He has to have retention. He needs to like physically do whatever the recipe says to do. Today we bake bread. He baked the bread. It's actually rising right now. So he did all of that. All I did was find the recipe for him to follow and then kind of guide him through it. But he's enjoying it. And little does he know, he's like really learning from it. Now think about an activity that your kids would really enjoy. They will learn from it automatically. They will have fun doing it. If you have littles, meaning if you have like little four, five, six-year-olds, do tons of fun stuff. I still do it. And my oldest is 10. We go on tons of field trips and activities. We visit places. That is where you start building the fun back in because you are now starting a habit or starting something in them where they're connecting learning to fun. They're connecting learning to something they enjoy rather than connecting learning to school. And I hate school. I don't want to be there. Like, don't. <laughs> that's how they get frustrated with those things. So try and connect learning, education, school to something fun so that they want to do it more. I am not saying that they're going to be this like magical fairy tale and every school day is going to be 
amazing. No, <laughs> I wish. I wish that's what it was. But like with anything, it won't be as stressful because with homeschool, you can give yourself and your kids a lot of grace when it comes to doing your own type of school. You can shift when you want to. You can stop something if it's not working and start something else. There's a lot of flexibility when it comes to homeschool. And if you're noticing my kids is not having fun in this, okay, we'll take a break and we'll find something else. Like that is the beauty of homeschool. Don't do what I did in kindergarten with my oldest and was like, nope, we're doing it every single day. We're just going to try again tomorrow. We're going to try again tomorrow. And it was the same thing. It was like insanity. So you don't have to do that here. You can switch it up and review it and say, okay, that didn't work out. Is there something I can do to tweak it? Maybe he didn't enjoy it because of this. Maybe they did. Maybe I didn't enjoy it because of that. How can I make it a little bit more fun? Give yourself that grace to do that, to shift and change. All right, so let's recap this quick episode. Number one, learn about your kids. And that means learn what type of learner they are and take time to just observe them. Observe them when they are doing stuff they enjoy. Well, how long do they enjoy it? What's their attention span? When they're younger, it's going to be shorter to when they're older. What excites them? That's super important. Like, what did they get excited about? Is it music? Is it dancing? Is it math? Like, is it playing outside? Like, what is it? And then what discourages them? This is huge because when you know what they are not enjoying, you can start talking about that. Why don't you enjoy this? What don't you like about it? What could you do to make it better or more enjoyable? Those are questions to start asking your kids. And then the second thing to do is add in fun or just don't take it away. Like (laughs) keep the fun in your school. So keep the fun in when you're thinking about curriculum, when you're thinking about lessons, when you're thinking about activities and and field trips. Think about how it can still be fun because learning will come automatically when the fun is there. So integrate what interests them, get them involved in lessons. And this is a great example on that. If you want them to learn about nature, go for a walk or go for a hike rather than look at books, go to the beach, you know, whatever is around your area, be in the moment. If you want them to learn about math, is there a way you can do it with cooking, baking, or shopping, or using money, set up a store in your house, like Is there ways you can integrate the action and make it a little bit more fun rather than just reading it from the book? If you only have a book in front of you, how can you make the book more fun? Could you tell it in a different way that it's more exciting? Could you have your kids guess what's going to happen or change the plot? There's ways you can still make every little activity a bit more fun. Now that you have your two things that you should be starting before you jump into all the rest of the homeschool journey stuff, I'm excited because you're going to discover so much about probably yourself and your kids, and it's going to make your homeschool journey a whole lot more enjoyable. So what I would love for you to do is when you discover what type of learner you are or your kids, please jump into my Facebook group. It's bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. 
and post about it. Let me know what type of learner you discovered they are. I'm excited to hear this all about your kids, all about you, because that is super powerful when it comes to your homeschool journey. I'm so grateful for you, mamas. Come back for more. Fill your day with laughter, adventure, and tons of aloha. Have a great one. Hey, mama friend. If this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.